Are you ready? Hey, think you can tell us what to do? You think you can tell us what to wear? Tuesday, January 14th, 2020, and welcome to episode number 778 of the Mothership Broadcast of the WCWS Radio Network right here, of course, on TalkShoe.com. This is the one and the only WCWS Revolution. Once again, this is Mr. WCWS Chad Hinshaw back on the line here with you as we get set to talk about our favorite subject of all time, that being, of course, professional wrestling. <coughs> Excuse me. We, of course, start things off with our wrestling news and views here segment, which will be brought to us by our 2017 Hall of Fame News Tag Team, King Ice. Represented here tonight by the Iceman, J.D. Jared DiGirolamo. J.D. is, of course, a 2015 and 17 WWS Hall of Famer and also part of the team that brings you WWS Raw Radio every Monday afternoon right here on TalkShoe.com. Of course, my kudos to J.D. and the gang for with a try for a tremendous episode of Raw Radio yesterday. My hats off to JD and the gang there yesterday afternoon. <clears throat> also, of course, our live. Also, of course, I yes, you're quite welcome. From our talk show chat box here tonight. Uh, of course, our history and birthdays here. Of course, we brought to us by the human suplex machine himself, John Gross. John, of course, is our 2000, the first 2016 WWS Hall of Famer. And also another part of the team that brings you Raw Radio every Monday afternoon right here on TalkShoe.com. Before we get underway here with tonight's itinerary for tonight, let's welcome JD and John to what should be a dynamite of a good time. And of course, we uh, and of course we don't hope we won't have to tell anybody to just simply suck it. As we say, welcome JD and John for episode number 778 of Revolution. Morning to the smell of you and Folger's Colombian Dark Rose. Only we made the happiest brother. Dad! Get off of him! I want him! I that's the way JD introduces himself there. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, don't, don't, don't think of JD as a weird fella, but uh, that that was uh, that was weird. <laughs> nah, but uh, not too bad, JD. Not too bad at all. <laughs> our live video feed tonight comes to us from our group dedicated to, of course, one of the most controversial stables in all professional wrestling. Of course, I'm referring to the one and only D D Generation X. Of course, the group I'm talking about is DXUS. Are you ready? 
as Triple H always used to go right there. Uh, if you want Karen to join us for our live video feed tonight for Revolution 778, please feel free to join us there at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash DXUS. Are you ready? I do see, of course, John did join us here momentarily. And also, we did have another great visitor in the form of, of course, our main man himself, of course, the main the mainstay, of course, of the rate of the uh, radio network and of course our big time coo of course i'm talking about king and wo himself gts gerard t smith joined us has joined us for our live video feed tonight for 778 of revolution uh gts sir we welcome you of course indeed of course to our to our our great program here tonight here as well <clears throat> also of course if you want to care to join us through talkshoe.com the phone number as always is one six zero five Five six two zero four four four. Caller ID one three eight zero five five pound. The magic six numbers. And press that one if you want to chime in on anything and everything that we have to talk about here this evening, which will include, in addition to our news and views and history and birthdays, we will of course get everybody's thoughts and opinions as to what took place last night on what was dubbed a uh, kind of a, uh, a loser loathsome and all that stuff in uh, in Lexington, Kentucky, there last night. And we'll have more, of course, to talk about here about that in just in just a few short moments. And also, also tonight, and gentlemen, we have a very big time treat here, as of course a, a uh, the long-awaited match agreement we had since before Christmas here will finally come to pass here tonight. As of course, JD will now be will be putting up, of course, two belts that he actually won before Christmas from the Heartbreak Kid Fonzie, and that is, of course, the NWA US War Games Championship and the WCW US 24-7 Championship uh, tonight in a return matchup here. Will JD be able to hold on to these belts a little bit longer, or will Fonzie find a way to get those belts back around his waist? We'll definitely here be talking, we'll definitely be uh, having this coming up here a little bit later on here in the show. In the meantime here, ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead and get you up to speed here all the latest wrestling news and views here, of course, <clears throat> courtesy of our 2017 news tag team, Hall of Fame news tag team, King Ice. Of course, like I said right now, representing King Ice tonight, of course, is the Iceman, J.D., Jared DiGiromo. J.D., what is going on here in the wrestling news scene this evening? Well, we will, <clears throat> we will talk about it here in just a second, so bear with us here, folks. Uh, uh, where is it? I just saw it a second ago, folks. Sorry about that. How I'm, uh, just sorry about that. I'm just trying to get the, uh, like I said here, um, uh, sorry about that, folks. Okay, um, okay, here we go. Monday's WWE Raw television show averaged 2.03 million viewers, according to Show Buzz Daily. Viewership was down from the 2.385 million average from last week. The first hour took 2.218 million viewers. Hour 2 did 2.05 million viewers, and the final hour did 1.81 million viewers. The college football national championship game delivered 25 million viewers for ESPN hour. That saw the LSU Tigers beat the Clemson Tigers hour 42-25 to complete their perfect season at 15-0, despite the fact 
that it was a rough night, however, for Trevor Lawrence, the Clemson quarterback, however. The Clemson Tigers were up 17-7, to however, mind you, however, let's just say, and had a real rough night, however, trying to stop, however, the star quarterback, however, of LSU. In that game, of course, we saw LSU's quarterback, Joe Morrow, have an unbelievable night for the LSU Tiger team, however, that saw them, however, pick up the win, however, as we said, however, winning, however, 42-25 as he threw for five touchdowns at 463 yards in the air. Meanwhile, however, nothing to sneeze about for Clemson, how they finished the season at 14-1, finished the season at 14-1. Meanwhile, in hockey news, however, the Pittsburgh Penguins sit the kid Crosby after being out since November 9th, however, has had quite a night, as have the Pittsburgh Penguins. With three minutes to go now, however, the Penguins are up 7-2 on the Minnesota Wild and looking to win their fourth game in a row, as it has been a very successful night, however, for the Penguins' captain returning. We'll tell you what he did in just a few moments. Meanwhile, earlier in the evening, however, we had some interesting basketball games go on, including the Clemson Tigers, however, basketball team upsetting the third-ranked Duke Blue Devils 79-72. And despite the fact that the Pitt Panthers, however, put up a good fight against the Louisville Cardinals on their home court, however, mind you, the Panthers lost for the second time in as many games, however, tonight at the Pearson Event Center, 73-68. The Panthers' next game will be Sunday, however, excuse me, not Sunday, Saturday at noon, however, when they take on North Carolina in a rematch match that happened a week ago tomorrow, just a week ago tomorrow at the Peterson Events Center, if you will. But getting back to the hockey news, however, as we said, uh, the Penguins have had a big night however, on the ice, however, dominating as only they can, however, with a 7-2 score. On the night, however, we'll tell you what, let's see here. The Penguins ended the night, however, still looking at the standings, however, not that far behind Washington, however. And, of course, are six points at high in Washington now, while the Carolina Hurricanes are nipping at their heels with 56 points. For the night, however, Sid Crosby has had an unbelievable night, however, looking at the stats here. He has had so far one, two, let's see here. I'm looking here. Three. He's had a four-point night, one goal and three assists. Evgeny Malkin has had a pretty good night, too, for the Penguins, however, scoring, however, let's see, a goal and assist, a goal and assist as well, however. So the Penguins right now are in control with three, less than two and a half minutes to go and are looking to pick up their 17th win of the season at home, however, and are on their way to cruise mode right now with a 7-2 win over the Minnesota Wild. But the big story, the big sports story of the day might involve, believe it or not, however, a couple other things. The Carolina Panthers announced earlier tonight Luke Kakely, after seven Pro Bowls and eight NFL seasons, that he is retiring from the NFL after eight-plus seasons with the Panthers. Kakely made an emotional speech earlier tonight, however, to the Panthers and told the Panthers after eight years and seven Pro Bowls with the Panthers, however, he's hanging it up, however, and said this, believe it or not, he gave a three-and-a-half-minute decision and said the following. I've been fortunate enough to have the opportunity to play this game since I was nine or ten. I've been with Carolina, believe it or not, for eight years, and it's never the right time to step away. But now is the right time for me. It's a tough decision, and I've thought about it a lot over the last couple of weeks. But now I think it's the right chance for me to move on. Of course, we like to wish him nothing but the best of luck. Cakely, of course, was drafted number nine by the Panthers in 2012 and made an impact on the Panthers from the very start. He made and recorded a career high. In his very first NFL season, 164 combined tackles, one sack, eight passes defensed, 
and one interception, however. A five-time first-team All-Pro and two-time NFL tackling leader, he, of course, was the heart and soul of the Panthers' defense in each of his eight seasons recorded over 100 tackles, believe it or not. And finally, however, believe it or not, just when we thought the baseball cheating scandal could not get worse in Houston, believe it or not, Alex Cora, the manager of the Boston Red Sox, has been given his walking papers as well. According to reports, believe it or not, however, the Boston Red Sox dismissed Howard, Alex Cora Howard, and said Howard, that Pelley's could be forthcoming Howard, for his involvement in the ster- and, uh, not a steroid scandal, but rather a cheating scandal by uh, reports Howard. According to reports Howard, like we said Howard, earlier tonight, Howard, Cora was given his walking papers by the Red Sox, Howard, as it looks like Howard, believe it or not, after winning the World Series of Rookie Skipper 15 months ago, however, it seemed like only a matter of time, however, as he was the bench coach of the Astros in 2017. But like we said, according to reports, however, we understand that the Astros apparently allegedly stole signs, however, mind you, however, in the 2017 baseball playoffs. And right now there's questions on whether or not the 2017 champion Astros and the 2018 Red Sox will, in fact, however, have their World Series be honored. Of course, Manfred, of course, can basically fired away the Astros and their manager as well as their GM yesterday after they were told they would be suspended for the 2020 season for involvement of this whole thing, but were fired a short time later by their owner. As a result, it looks like, according to reports, how Manfred suspended manager A.J. Hinch, H-I-N-C-H. Now, according to reports, the clubs were accused of, uh, hold on a second, I'm just accused, well, I just saw a second Oh, where is it? I just saw it. Darn it. Sorry, folks. I'm trying to get this information here. But now there are reports going around saying, yeah, here it is. The Red Sox said, okay, here we go. We got it. This is the report. Uh, It has been linked to two sign-stealing schemes. Cora, of course, led the Red Sox past the Dodgers in five games in 2018, one year after one, the Red Sox as the Astros bench coach. He is awaiting discipline from MLB for his role in a sign-stealing scheme by the Astros and is still under investigation for a different sign-stealing scheme that is said to have occurred with the Red Sox in 2018. In MLB's findings in use, on Houston announced Monday, Cora has been described by Commissioner Rob Manfred as, quote, being involved in de- developing both the banging scheme and utilizing the replay review room to decode and transmit signs. Cora participated in both schemes and through his active participation in implicitly condoned the player's conduct. In a statement released to the Tuesday, the Red Sox said that given the investigation's, finally, investigation's findings, we collectively decided it would be not possible, that it would not be possible for Alex to effectively lead the club going forward. Manfred said he was withholding discipline, however, for ML until MLB completes its investigation into the allegations against the Red Sox, but he's expected to receive a harsh penalty. Cora said in Tuesday's statement, however, we agreed today that parting ways was the best thing for the organization. I do not want to be a distraction to the Red Sox as they move forward as my two years as manager were the best years of my life. It was an honor to manage these teams and help bring a World Series championship back to Boston. The Houston Astros, meanwhile, of course, acted apparently, however, quickly after discipline for the team was announced Monday afternoon by both their manager and GM. Had they stayed with Houston, they would have been suspended for the entire upcoming 2018 season. Houston was also fined $5 million and will lose first and second round draft picks this year and in 2021. Meanwhile, the Red Sox allegedly used video to decode opponent sign sequences and pass the information to their players. But as of now, they are not accused of going as far as the Astros in terms of communicating the knowledge yet, such as the Astros' 
trash can banging, however, to players at the plate. But there's also reports now going on that, that one person also could be involved in this, and that's Carlos Beltran, the newly, won, newly uh, appointed manager of the New York Mets. According to the AP, however, and from a friend of mine who told me this earlier tonight, however, it, apparently Beltran could be the next man out and could be fired by the New York Mets, who was just hired him a few months ago as their new skipper in 2020, within the next two to three days. Of course, we'll keep you up to date with the Beltran story and anything new about the course situation in Boston. Thank you very much there, J.D. Of course, J.D., along with King and W.O. Gerard T. Smith, is King Ice. Your 2017 Hall of Fame News Tag Team. They bring all the news that's fit to print here in the WWS Radio Network. And, of course, if the news doesn't fit, they always find a way to make it fit. And, of course, in GTS's case, Super Bloom and Duct Tape, you cannot beat that old-fashioned combination. No, sir, we bob. Let's see what we have here in our <coughs> wrestling history and birthdays here uh, for today, of course, January the 14th. And we do thank the Human Surplus Machine. John Gross, of course, for that uh, for the history report here tonight. Let's go ahead and get get going here. First off, let's hear. Let's see. Sure I have that right. Yes. On this date in 1992, ladies and gentlemen, at WCW Worldwide taping in Marietta, Georgia, Arn Anderson defeated the Z-Man to win the WCW World TV title. 19 years ago today, we put it at 2001, WCW presented Sin from the Conseco Fieldhouse in Indianapolis. 6,617 were in attendance with 80,000 homes watching on pay-per-view. The show was originally thought to be the first pay-per-view of the Fusion Media Ventures era. The company had agreed in principle to buy WCW it just so happened the sale came on the day of the AOL Time Warner merger. The show was, was the most bought WCW event since Bash at the Beach 2000 the previous summer. It also, <coughs> excuse me, it was also down 35,000 homes from the event that, re, that it replaced, which was sold out in 2000. The show featured the last time the WCW hardcore title was defended when Ming won the belt over Terry Funk and Crowbar making making him the last WCW hardcore champion. After this, Ming signed a contract to head to the WWF in the 2001 Royal Rumble. The natural born, the natural born thrillers defeated the insiders. who was Kevin Nash and DDP to win the WCW world tag team titles. Shane Douglas defeated Hugh Morris in a first blood chain match to regain the WCW United States title. Totally buffed. Of course, you know, Lex Luger and buff Bagwell, defeated Goldberg and Sergeant Dwayne Bruce in a no-DQ tag team match. For pre-match stipulations, Goldberg was fired from WCW. Goldberg did not wrestle in a wrestling ring on TV until April 2003 at WWE's Backlash when he when he wrestled The Rock. In the main event, Scott Steiner defeated Jeff Jarrett, Sid Vicious, and Road Warrior Animal in a four-corners match to retain the WCW World Heavyweight title. The bout went to a quick finish after Sid went to the top row for a big boot and broke his leg in two places. The injury wasn't shown live. They were cut to a backstage segment where their mystery man appeared and entered the bout. WCW aired footage of the injury and that, that allowed Sid to sue WCW for lost wages and damages in relation to the injury. He would lose the lawsuit and the decision was held up on appeal in 2005. This would be Sid's last TV match until June of 2012 when he wrestles Heath Slater in a one-off match 
on Monday Night Raw, which would be his first match on Raw since 1997. 17 years ago today, put it at 2003, WWE presented the Raw 10th anniversary from Times Square in New York City. The show doubled as a retrospective of Raw's first decade and also as, a, as an award show with eight awards given out. In addition, there was a tribute segment to wrestlers that had passed away during that period, including, of course, Andre the Giant, Joey Morella, Brian Pillman, Rick Rude, Owen Hart, Yokozuna, Gorilla Monsoon, and the British Bulldog. But here, of course, are the awards. <coughs> Excuse me. The Raw Diva of the Decade went to Trish Stratus. The Don't Try This at Home move went to Kurt Angle's Moonsault Off the Cage. The Tell Me I Did Not Just See That Award went to Mick Foley's Me, Myself, and Cactus Jack. The Gimme the Mic Award went to The Rock. The Shut Up and Kiss Me Award went to Stephanie McMahon and Triple H. Of course, that wouldn't surprise me. Network Difficulties went to Mae Young giving birth to a hand. <laughs> yeah. The Raw Superstar of the Decade went to Stone Cold Steve Austin. And the Raw Match of the Decade went to TLC4 in October 2002 with Kane and the Hurricane defending their titles against the Dudleys, Jericho and Christian, and the team of Hardy and RVD. The show also counted down the top 10 moments in Raw history, selected by an online viewer poll. Number 10 went to The Rock. This is your life from September 27, 1999, with mankind hosting a party for The Rock and wound up being the highest segment on Raw in 1999. Number 9 went to The Rock again, hosting a funeral for Stone Cold, with Austin ruining the funeral and hitting The Rock with the smoking skull belt at the gravesite there on April 19, 1999. Number eight went to Shane McMahon when he, of course, bought WCW on March 26, 2001. Number seven went to Mr. Sacco and Dr. Austin invading Mr. McMahon's hospital stay on October 5, 1998. Number six went to DX parroting the Nation of Domination on July 6, 1998. Number five went to Tyson versus Austin on January 19, 1998. Number four went to DX declaring war on WCW on April 27, 1998. Number three went to The Rock challenging Hulk Hogan to a match at WrestleMania 18 on February 18, 2002. Number two went to the Owen Hart tribute show, which happened on May 24, 1999. And the last moment, number one went to Stone Cold Steve Austin giving The Rock and the McMahons a beer bath on March 22, 1999. Thirteen years ago, they put it at 2007. TNA presented final resolution from the Impact Zone at Universal Orlando. One title change did take place as Christian Cage, of course, who just know him now is just Christian, defeating Abyss and Sting in an elimination match to capture the NWA heavyweight title. Cage would be the Christian would be the last NWA world champion under the TNA banner. Eight years ago, today would put it at 2012. Yes, right. The ECW Arena in South Philadelphia holds what was originally its final wrestling event after it, was, after it was taken over by new management. A boxing card was to be the final event held in the building. <coughs> Seven years ago today, we put it at 2013, Raw presented the 20th anniversary special from the Toyota Center in Houston, Texas, which features some special moments with Mick Foley being inducted to the 2013 Hall of Fame. Caitlin defeating Eve to win the Divas title in Eve's last match as she was in the WWE in 2007. And The Rock hosted another concert in which he made fun of both Paul Heyman and Vicky Guerrero. 
Sadly, six years ago today, we put it at 2014, May Young passes away at the age of 90 of natural causes at her home in Columbia, South Carolina. She made her WWE, WWF, WWE debut in September 1999 at the ripe age of 76 with her and the fabulous Moolah, who moved in with May in 1991. It became, of course, WWE regulars after they were attacked by Jeff Jarrett. May's most notable moment came at the 2000 Royal Rumble when she stripped naked during a bikini contest but did wear a prosthesis. She would also begin a December romance with Mark Henry as well as, as well in which in where she gave birth to a rubber hand in February of 2000. She would be powerbombed by Bubba Ray Dudley through a table twice in March of 2000. After that, she made occasional appearances with the Fabulous Moolah and where she helped Moolah promote her autobiography, The Fabulous Moolah, First Goddess of the Square Circle in 2002. They were storyline attacked by Eric Bischoff's goons. At Bad Blood, May got redemption, however, by handing a Bronco Buster on Eric Bischoff when he took on Stone Cold Steve Austin in a redneck triathlon contest. In 2008, she was inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame. And her last match was in November of 2010 when she defeated Lay Cool in a handicap match. I actually just watched that match the other day. It was very, it was very unique. May Young in 2012 would show up with a man dressed in a giant hand costume, and he claimed to be Mark Henry's son, born from the infamous 2000 storyline. She made a rare appearances until March 4th, 2013, where her fellow wrestlers celebrated her 90th birthday and was also presented with a personalized WWE Divas title belt backstage. I saw that clip there as well. On New Year's Eve 2013, she was poor health and was hospitalized. She was rumored to have died on January 9th, 2014, but five days after the rumor, the rumor was true. She indeed did indeed pass away of natural causes. Her cremated remains were scattered at Greenlaw Memorial Park, the same cemetery her longtime friend, the fabulous Moolah, was buried. Five years ago today, which we put it at 2015, charges against Kevin Nash fighting his 18-year-old son Tristan in their home were dropped. The assault happened on Christmas Eve when Nash and his son had having a verbal confrontation. Police believe that alcohol was a factor in the altercation. He would be arrested and charged with battery. WWE, of course, took legal action and suspended Nash for violating the company's domestic abuse policy, but the suspension would be lifted two days later, and Nash was able to be on the Raw reunion show on January 19, 2015. Also on that same day, the IZOD Center was announced that it was going to be closing at the end of the month. The building originally opened as the Brendan Byrne Arena in 1981 to accommodate the NBA's New York Net Nets and also became the home of the NHL's New Jersey Devils when they moved from Colorado in 1982. The building closed down in March of 2015 after it hosted its last event, the Ringling Brothers Circus. One year ago today, 2019, on Raw from Memphis, Tennessee, Bobby Lashley defeated Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins in a triple threat match to regain the Intercontinental title. And in the main event, Finn Balor defeated John Cena, Drew McIntyre, and court jester Corbin to earn a shot at Brock Lesnar's universal title at the Royal Rumble. This is Cena's last Raw match as once again he is injured. And also this is Lashley's first ever WWE singles championship since 2007 when he won the ECW title over Vince McMahon in June of 2007. We have some birthdays to talk about here today. Uh, first off, a happy 34th birthday to current NXT superstar Matt Riddle. The bro man turns 34 today. 
Happy 30th birthday to the girlfriend of Ricochet, Casey Catanzaro. Hey, all right. And today is a happy American, 66th uh, birthday to uh, America's uh, the, uh, the Ninja Warrior show. Oh, okay. That's all right. That's right. Thank you very much. And today's a happy 66th birthday to the man behind the Ho! Yes, indeed. Hacksaw Jim Duggan turns 66 years old today. God bless him. Going through so much right there. And, of course, John's got some history on him. Let's go ahead and read, let's read that up here for you. He grew up in Glens Falls, New York, where he was a star athlete in high school and was of English and Scottish ancestry and became Presbyterian. His father was the chief of police for the city of Glens Falls. He became a letterman in football, track, wrestling, and basketball. In wrestling, Duggan won the New York State High School Wrestling Championship Unlimited Weight Class Division. He was recruited by Ohio, but would instead choose to play football at Southern Methodist University, where he was eventually voted the team captain. After college, Duggan was signed by the Atlanta Falcons of the NFL. <coughs> Excuse me. His wrestling career began in 1979 after, in large part, of course, the wrestler Fritz von Erich. His first professional match was against Gino Hernandez. He also gained the attention of Vince McMahon Sr. in the WWF at the time. In 1982, he debuted in MSW as a heel and bounty hunter for Skandor Akbar and became a member of the Rat Pack faction. Duggan would coin the Hacksaw name away from Butch Reed. After Ted DiBiase aligned with Skandor Akbar, Duggan turned face and began to carry his iconic 2x4. He and Magnum TA won the Mid-South Tag Team titles and later captured the North American Heavyweight title. After the Mid-South North American title was Retired when Mid-South became the UWF in 1986, Duggan lost to the late Terry Gordy in the tournament, the final to determine the first UWF heavyweight champion. He then teamed up with Terry Taylor to win the UWF World Tag Team titles for the second time. After losing the Loser Leaves Town match in a one-man gang, Duggan left the UWF for the WWF. In 1981, while still wrestling in Georgia, Duggan toured throughout Japan under New Japan Pro Wrestling. In January 1986, he made another venture to New Japan facing Antonio Inoki. Duggan would be signed to the WWF in January 1987, making his first appearance with the WWF at WrestleMania III, where he stopped Nikolai Volkov and Iron Sheik from singing the Russian national anthem. Duggan did this on TV matches as well, as he was set to feud with Sheik and Volkov. However, on May 26, 1987, he and the Sheik were arrested for DUI in New Jersey. He was on the verge of release from the company, but was brought back in a lower spot on the roster. His first match was at the first ever Survivor Series pay-per-view on November 26, 1987, where he participated in the very first Survivor Series match, when he was a part of the Macho Man's team and the Honky Kong Man's team, and where, of course, they eventually won. <coughs> that same year, he feuded with Harley Race, and where they wrestled at the 1987 Slammy Awards backstage. At the 1988 Royal Rumble, he entered as the 13th entrant and won the match by eliminating the one-man gang, but did not capture the WWF title at WrestleMania IV in the tournament as he was eliminated in the first round by T.D. DiBiase with help from Andre the Giant. Doug would have a small feud with Andre in the spring of 88 after he feuded with several foreign villains and a feud with, of course, Dino Bravo, and both of them were on opposing sides as Jake the Snake's team fought Andre the Giant's team at the 88. Survivor Series with Duggan ended up being DQ'd for using a 2 by 4 Duggan's team would lose the match at WrestleMania 5. He and Bad News Brown went to a no contest. In mid-1989, Duggan defeated King Kong, 
King Haku, excuse me, to earn the title of the King of the WWF, but would lose the crown to the Macho Man Randy Savage in September. Of course, that's when he became now became known as the Macho King. On April 1st, 1990, Duggan defeated his old rival Dino Bravo. Later that same year, he teamed with Nikolai Volkov. He would then be with Sergeant Slaughter at the start of 1991 with Slaughter Badmouth in America. He got a WWF title match against Slaughter on February 1st, 1991, but Slaughter got himself disqualified. The two would patch things up with Slaughter getting his country back in the fall of 1991, and the two would become a tag team. Duggan would pursue singles action when, when Slaughter left active wrestling in 1993. He fitted with Yokozuna, who was the number one contender for the title. Duggan challenged Yokozuna to a match where he would knock him off of his feet. Duggan would take out Yokozuna and win the match, but he was attacked by Yokozuna. Duggan returned to feud with Shawn Michaels for the IC title in May, 90, May of 93, but did not capture the IC title. He competed in the King of the Ring tournament, but he lost that to Bam Bam Bigelow. His final match in the WWF would be against Yokozuna and where, where Yokozuna defeated him. Sorry about that. After spending a year wrestling in independence, he debuted with WCW in August 1994. And a month later, he immediately captured his first singles belt in WCW, defeating Steve Austin to win the U.S. title, lasting only 35 seconds. Dougie's reign as U.S. champion would end in December as he was defeated by Vader at Starcade in 1994. Duggan moved on to the mid-card division, began wrestling on Saturday night, wrestling his former rivals in the WWF, Haku, Kamala, and the Big Boss Man, who was, of course, down to Robert Rogers in 1995. Duggan also participated in the World Championship, World Heavyweight Championship 60-man Battle Royal World War III, but he was eliminated. Duggan did not have any matches from 95 and 97 on pay-per-views. I was a part of the NWO or war for a while, so disappearing in 1998 after being diagnosed with kidney cancer. Duggan returned to wrestling after successfully making it to making it through the cancer and also became involved in a storyline where he became a janitor for WCW. At Starcade 99, he teamed up with Rick Steiner, Mike Rotunda, and Kevin Sullivan in a losing effort against the revolution. In 2000, Duggan found the WCW TV title on a trash can and declared himself the champion. The title would be deactivated after the WCW reboot in 2000. Duggan joined the Millionaires Club and helped them in their war against the New Blood. He would become a villain for a short time, denouncing America and joining Lance Storm's Team Canada. But Duggan would be betrayed by Team Canada in 2001. After WCW disbanded in 2001, Duggan did not return to the WWF but wrestled on the independent circuit and also wrestled two times in TNA in 2003. On October 29, 2003, he lost a non-title match to Jeff Jarrett. Duggan finally returned to the WWE in 2005 on October 3rd as he and the Legends attacked Rob Conway. He would also be the Legends available for fans to select the team with, of course, Eugene in a match at Taboo Tuesday to face the team of Conway and Tyson Tomko. He would return to the Royal Rumble in 2006 by insulting Lita and calling her a ho resulting in a feud between him and Edge, with Edge winning the match. After feuding with Edge and Lita, he mentored Eugene and the two feuded with the Spirit Squad. After the team disbanded, Duggan would be attacked by Ray at RKO in 2007. After the months of wrestling on Heat, Duggan returned to Raw in July, teaming up with the Sandman to take on Carlito and William Regal. The feud was short-lived as Duggan returned to the Sunday Night Heat, and Sandman left the company. <clears throat> 
On December 31st, 2007, he would lose a Royal Rumble qualifying match to Umaga. He did primarily appear on Heat once again, defeating locals and also teaming up with Super Crazy. In December of 2008, he feuded with Cody Rhodes and Teddy DiBiase, where he enlisted Jerry Lawler to team up with him to take on Legacy in a tag team match. They would lose the match. Duggan continued to be a part of WWE action. In 2009, he wrestled in the Royal Rumble match at number 29, but he was eliminated by the Big Show. On August 10, 2009, he and Sergeant Slaughter mocked the Canadian fans as well, and he would also resume the independent circuit wrestling. On April 2, 2011, he would be inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame and return to wrestling at the 2012 Royal Rumble enter at number 19, but he was eliminated by Cody Rhodes. He did make some appearances in 2012 in the WWE as well. His last WWE match was on March 4, 2013, would be against Jack Swagger. On November, in November 2018, Duggan was hospitalized on the intensive care unit for an undisclosed reason. He explained that his heart went into AFib. And John says that's all he's got. Uh, that's all he's got to say about the history and birthdays here for tonight. And he is going to be ready to go here momentarily with his thoughts about Monday Night Raw momentarily. But in the meantime, I do thank him for the rest of history and birthdays here for tonight. And JD, thank you very much for the rest of the news and views here for tonight here as well. Let's give the number one more time here, folks. 1605-562-0444. Caller ID 18055-POUND. This is episode 778 of WWS Revolution, 9.58 p.m. Eastern Time, Tuesday, January 14th, 2020. Mr. WWS, Chad Hinshaw, the Iceman, Jeremy Geramo, and the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross here with you here tonight. <coughs> Excuse me. And I think we have somebody else coming in. Let me double check to see. Ah, uh, yes, 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 yes. Okay, let's see who this is. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, about ready to get ready to come on the line here. He is a 2017 WWS Hall of Famer. He is a contributor to WWS Raw Radio. He's also known as the Heartbreak Kid here in our radio network circles. And of course, if you think of his other nickname here, folks. You think of the course of, of that classic 60s sitcom, Happy Days, where, of course, one of the central characters went a little something, I do believe, just like he went, this. He went, hey! Yes, ladies and gentlemen, Fonzie's now made it to 778 of Revolution. Fonzie, we welcome you, sir, of course, to the show. Good to have you here, as always. Let's go ahead. Oh, Let's yeah. go ahead. I uh, think very much. Let's go ahead and get everybody's here to take care about what happened last time on Monday Night Raw. I will start off here with John. Which basically, Do we? Well, and I know, I know, but like I said, you just, you have to say everything. You can name several key moments if you wish. But first, let me see what, let's see what John has to say right here. He says, basically, as far as Raw is concerned, he has really has nothing to add as other than the fact that it was just once again was crap. But he did say that the Buddy Murphy situation with Seth Rollins and the AO have to take a pee-pee, and also his fight with Aleister Black as <clears throat> as as well. So Josh, that's all that's all he pretty much needed to add for that. Okay. Well, John, thank you very much, there, sir. Indeed. Uh, Fonzie, let's go ahead. Let's go ahead and zip it on right here to you here. Uh, anything you care to mention about what happened with? Uh, with what happened last night on Raw, just any particular moments that kind of stand out in your mind? Uh, I don't want to comment on it. Uh, luckily, I can see something I can watch 
But uh, um, everybody was watching LSU and Clemson game last night, and took a, it took a heart in the beating of the rain. So uh, I don't know where the ratings are. I think it went down probably. But um, the good match was the triple threat match was uh, Randy Orton, um, Drew McIntyre, and uh, who else? Uh, can't remember, but that was only a good match it was. So uh, um, that's all I got to say about that. Um, I think... I think JD has a lot to say tonight. I don't know if he's ready, but a reminder, he has to, has his match on tonight. So get ready for that, JD. So, uh, yeah, Chad, uh, I don't know if he, you know, the, our, our match is tonight for my 24-7 yeah. and not uh, the other belt. So we'll see what happens. So I'm informed of that here as well. Thank you there, Pons. Um, we appreciate that. Thank you very much indeed. Um, well, us well, speaking of the of, of the Iceman here, let's go ahead and ask him. Uh JD, are you cool off in the form book? Okay, ladies and gentlemen, once again, this is a WWS Radio Network exclusive. The Iceman, Jared D. Geronimo, of course, his thoughts known about everything that takes place here, of course, in wrestling. Of course, we're talking about Raw, SmackDown, NXT, AEW, uh, the pay per view, so on and so forth. And of course, I don't know with what, of course, all what all transpired on Monday Night Raw last night, ladies and gentlemen. Superman, Captain Marvel, or any of the DC and Marvel superheroes and villains will have nothing on JD here tonight after what JD has to say about what happened last night on Raw. So I think they're all going to pretty much go, just go back to their respective headquarters and just sit around and play cards or whatever. But I think that's, all that's pretty much all they can do right now at this point. But ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead and bring it here to you. Once again, this is the Raw. This is Dice Manager D. Geralmo with the Raw edition of the award-winning, ladies and gentlemen, and I emphasize that greatly, the award-winning WCWS Ice Breaker. All right. To describe last night's show, hmm. Well, we were at the University of Kentucky last night in Lexington, however, and let's just say we were hoping this would not be a somewhat downward show. But, of course, we have so much to discuss and so much time. Of course, the show started off with AJ Styles, of course, coming out after Randy Orton came out to start to begin the show. And, of course, AJ Styles confronted the Viper, however, to question him, however, and his so-called attitude, if you will. From there, Drew McIntyre showed up, however, and, of course, next thing you know, however, like I said, however, we saw it. What was I going to say? I can't say it, however. I'm trying to think here. Okay, there you go. Anyway, however, with that said, however, we had our first match of the night. How, like we said, we had Drew McIntyre come out after Randy Orton began the show. However, and AJ Styles questioned 
uh, let's just say Randy Orton about what he did, however, mind you. Having said that, mind you, however, let's just say we saw what happened, however, in the end, however, and that, of course, led to our first match of the night, a triple threat match, which, of course, saw AJ Styles, Drew McIntyre, and, of course, uh, none other than, believe it or not, the Viper. Who won? Oh, yes. Drew McIntyre, the guy who should and most definitely is an early favorite to win the Rumble, I feel. Then we had Ricochet taking on, believe it or not, our Mojo, the Rat Boy Raleigh. And as a result, he defeated him in under five minutes, Howard. And, of course, we would see Mojo make an impact later on in the night. Then, of course, we have everyone's favorite queen, if you will, the conniving little blonde little bimbo that she is, Howard. Clown shoes herself, Howard. The so-called little, uh, let's just say, uh, narcissistic little, uh, let's just say, uh, uh, cat, if you will, however, no, not cat. Let's just say she's narcissistic and she's egomaniacal because we know she gets it all the time from her old man, however. And, of course, we know about her old man being a legendary figure. Who am I talking about? Oh, yeah, none other than the somewhat little, conniving little clown uh, herself, however, Charlotte Flair. And what did Charlotte do? Oh, yeah, Charlotte ended up basically, however, beating, uh, Sarah Logan inside of a minute and a half, however, since this was near her hometown of Louisville. But yeah, let's find a way to continue to have everyone's very little crybaby, if you will, Charlotte Flair, however, cry and bitch and piss and moan and complain, however, that she's the queen, that everyone should bow down and respect her and worship her. Yeah, keep telling yourself that, Charlotte. Why don't you just go find a way to go up to uh, that racist, bigoted piece of shit, that old, senile little, uh, geriatric wannabe, Vincent Kennedy McMahon. I'm sure you like to have a chance to blow him every chance you get, however, considering you like to blow just about everyone, however, including your uh, fiancé, Andrade Cienolmas, who doesn't even know how to speak a lick of goddamn English at all, if you ask me. Anyway, of course, we'll see next week Ray and Andrade take on one another, however, in a ladder match. And, of course, who's going to be out there with Andrade? Oh, yes, Mrs. Alistair Black herself, however, the contentious Wicked Witch of the West, however, Selena vacuum-sucking Vega, if you will, however, to help her man, however, her so-called, her, uh, let's just say, her uh, prospect, if you will, beat Rey Mysterio. And what do they say about Rey Mysterio? Oh, yeah, that he's a bad father. He's a bad example for Latinos everywhere, and he doesn't know how to uh, show compassion. Gee, why don't you tell us about your old man last week ripping the mask off of Rey Mysterio and disgracing the luchador heritage? Why don't you tell us about that there, Selena, you stupid little skank? Why don't you tell us that about that? Oh, you're not, I guess you can't tell us about that because you have to protect your little boyfriend or your so-called little man that you're managing right now on Friday seeing almost, however, basically, and you don't have the cojones to even speak out on that. It just shows you how much of a worthless, slug little bitch you really are. Speaking of bitches, let's talk about everyone's favorite, how a bitch boy Bobby Lashley, however, and the lackluster machine Russian herself, lethargic Lana, however, taking on Rusev Day, however. And what happens? Oh, yeah, once again, however, Lana finds a way to stick her goddamn nose where it doesn't belong, however, and helping her man get a cheap victory over Rusev, despite the fact that Liv Morgan came down to confront Lana. 
And now next week, what are we going to see on Raw? Oh, yeah, we're going to see an intergender tag team match, Tower, with all four of the competitors I just mentioned, Tower, fight one another. Oh, goody, I'm so excited. It makes me want to smile. It makes me want to jump up with joy. Not. Meanwhile, however, we then, of course, had earlier in the evening a segment involving everyone's favorite little penguin little pissant, if you will, the somewhat little polar... The Paulus himself, Paul E. Heyman, dangerously, if you will, once again find a way to run his stupid little mouth, however, because he couldn't keep his own foot out of it, however. And what does he do? Oh, yeah, he brings out the Beast Incarnate, the man who basically has no balls, however, to defend his title whatsoever, however, the so-called little bully himself, or should I say the backstabbing little bitch that he is, however. I'm going to say back sandwich. He's a bully, however, but he's also a little bitch also. And I'm talking about Michelle's man. And if Michelle was here, I'd say the same thing, however. I don't care if she would whip my butt or not, however. I'd tell her like it is because it's the truth. But because right now, what has Brock Lesnar done since he beat Kofi Kingston for that belt? Who has he defended that belt against, however, since he won that back in October? Does anyone know? In my opinion right now, maybe Chad, maybe you can tell me, maybe Fonzie, you can tell me, John, maybe you can tell me, maybe anyone can tell me for the Zero. life of God, Tower. Nothing. That? Not a yeah. yeah. What has he done? Since... That's exactly right. What has he done since uh, winning that belt against Kofi Kingston? Who has he put up the belt against? Oh, that's right. Nobody, because he's sitting at home, however, collecting his money from Triple H and Vince, however, and also from his so-called manager, the Penguin Little Pissant, uh, so, uh, Penguin, however, that is Paul Heyman, however. Just goes to show you he doesn't have the cojones to even defend the belt against anyone. And you're telling me you want this little bitch, however, to be number one in the Royal Rumble coming up a week from Sunday in Houston? You want him to be your headliner at WrestleMania once again, however, basically by winning the whole goddamn Royal Rumble in Houston? Yeah, good luck there, Vince. You're going to need it because I'll tell you right now, if you have him excuse me, have him win the Royal Rumble, however, then you're basically setting yourself up to fail big time at WrestleMania this year. Big time. But speaking of fail, however, the one thing that I thought was kind of funny about this whole thing, however, was the whole thing, however, involving R-Truth, however. I guess R-Truth couldn't keep his big mouth shut, however, for very long, however, and he found a way to just provoke and poke the bear that was Brock Lesnar. How'd that work out for you at the end, R-Truth? Oh, that's right, Howard. It didn't work out well for you, did it, Howard? You basically got f 5 and then you had Rat Boy Mojo Raleigh come in like a little bitch, Howard, and steal your 24-7 title away from you, Howard, by basically beating you 1-2-3 out there on the middle of the stage, Howard. Yeah, great thinking, Vince. Let's have that little Rat Boy himself, Mojo Raleigh, Howard, win the stupid 24-7 title again, however, for the second time, and make him look like a stupid, utter jackass. Speaking of jackasses, let's talk about how the tag team division on Raw has been going lately. How's that going, by the way? Oh, that's right. It's not going too well when you have the Viking Raiders continue to beat Hammond Agers over and over again, whether it be the goddamn Street Profits, who didn't do a goddamn thing except shield themselves last night, as well as the OC. What did they do last night referring to the OC and the Street Profits? Were they in any matches? Can somebody tell me, were they in any matches last night? Oh, that's right. They weren't. Instead, you have the stupid Singh brothers, Jinder the Juicehead Jackass's boyfriend, Samir the Snake Man Singh, and Snoodle Spineback Singh, John about in about what 30 seconds oh yeah great thinking fence let's continue to bury the tag team division while we're at it too you stupid racist bigoted piece of shit speaking
making a piece of shit. One thing that was not a piece of crap and was actually the better match of the night, mind you, was the ongoing thing with Aleister Black and Buddy Murphy. But yet, once again, apparently Buddy the Moron Murphy couldn't keep his gap shut, however, because Aleister Black made it close for him when he black-masked him in the middle of the whole squared circle and swept in three to nothing, however, by basically knocking him on his butt. I will say this, and John said this earlier tonight on Revisited, and I'm fond I know mentioned it at one point, at some point too, but John, I did talk about this on Revisited tonight, by the way. These two guys have had pretty good chemistry with one another the three times that they fought. But in the end, you would think that Buddy Murphy would at least get one win out of this feud, however, to try to at least get back in the series, or at least cut the series in half, however, to two to one, and continue this ongoing series. But alas, that's not going to be the case now, because unfortunately, however, Aleister Black made him fade to black, however, no pun intended, by basically kicking his ass all over the place, even though Murphy gave him a hell of a fight, however, and basically, in the end, however, he came up a little too short, however, no pun intended, despite fighting a damn good match against the Dutch Destroyer. Unfortunately, the Dutch Destroyer was basically too strong on this night a little bit, however, and in the end, however, just barely eked out a win over Buddy Murphy. But speaking of Buddy Murphy, let's talk about what he did after the match now, shall we? Earlier in the evening, we heard there was going to be a tape fist match with, of course, the so-called Monday Night Messiahs, I like to call them now, the Monday Night Moron, how shithead sellout once again, Seth Rollins and his AOPP wannabes, Akram and Rezar, the Road Warrior wannabes of 1985-2019 against KO, Samoa Joe, and everyone's favorite, the Big Bad Big Show, if you will. What happened, however, in that match? Oh, that's right, Howard. We saw a hell of a spot when Kevin Owens ran up the stage and did an amazing dive, which was absolutely amazing, and I will give him that. That was absolutely pretty damn badass, I will say. No question about it, however. But, however, in the end, however, what happened? Oh, yeah, you had more Buddy Murphy, however, early in the night, however, was sulking and crying like a little bitch, basically, come out of nowhere, however, and help Seth Rollins and his cronies pick up a cheap win over Big Show, Samoa Joe, and Kevin Owens, and now is a member of the Monday Night Messiah Club, however, being with Seth Rollins and AOPP. Gee, I wonder who made that call. Let me think. Can someone tell me who made that call? Oh, okay, we well, made that call. It was that stupid racist figure a piece of shit, Vince McMahon, and Kevin the dickbag, douchebag, bucktooth beaver wannabe, dimebag, done, however, who apparently for the last 35 years, however, has not learned how to get his mouth all over Vince's grapefruits, except sucking them off every week he does, because he is the worst TV writer in America. So, yeah, once again, WWE, you kind of dropped the ball a little this week, but you didn't drop it too much, although you dropped it a little bit here and there in some parts. Now, next week is the Royal Rumble. What are we going to see next week? Let me think for a minute. Hmm. Okay, well, we know U.S. title match is going on for a ladder match. Hopefully, Selena Vega will learn how to have to know her role and basically be kept in the back instead of coming out there with that arrogant little... Uh, Spanish little fly that is Andrade seeing almost the U.S. champion, unless she's going to have to help her so-called man get another cheap victory over Rey Mysterio because she doesn't know when to keep her mouth shut, as well as her legs crossed, if you ask me, however. And then we're going to have more, I'm sure, of the Seth Rollins, AOPP, Buddy Murphy, new um, entourage, however, taking on, however, the same old crap of probably Seth uh, KO, however, Samoa Joe, and possibly maybe Big Show. But I have heard that might not happen, Howard. 
Also, we're going to see everyone's favorite little moron, if you will. Yes, folks, I'm talking about bitch boy Brock Lesnar back on Raw for the third time in three weeks. Gee, this must be a record, Vince. You actually find a way to get Brock on television for three weeks in a row, however, instead of having him on once every couple of weeks or once every month, however. So here's the thing, you racist, bigoted piece of crap, however. I hope you're thinking long and hard what to do as far as WrestleMania goes, and I hope you have a big plan coming up at the Royal Rumble on Sunday, however, a week from Sunday. Because if you don't, however, you're going to continue to get ranted and raved on by a lot of people, not just by me, but by every fan out there, because I'll show you how much of a racist senile bastard that you, cold, heartless bastard that you really are. So you better be ready, Vince, how to realize that WrestleMania is just a couple months away. And if you don't realize, however, what's going to happen a couple months, however, you're going to find out the real true meaning of what fan uh, hatred is all about more, because you're going to be getting more than a tongue lashing this time. You're going to be finding a way people will be barging into your office up there in the Sanford, Connecticut area, or even in your home in Greenwich, Connecticut, kicking in the door and saying, however, it's time for you to hang up your stupid little uh, whistle, however, I shouldn't say whistle, it's time to hang up your stupid little, uh, uh, what am I looking for, what's the word I'm looking for, it's time to hang up your stupid little uh, uh, ego, that's it, ego, 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 it's time for you to just finally say, you know what, it's time for me to hang it up, Vince. It's time for you to realize that fans like me are telling you the truth. It's time for you to hang it up once more. But will you do it? No, you probably won't because you're a stupid racist bigoted piece of shit. And you think how you still know what's right for fans. And you think you know what everything's right for everybody. Well, guess what, fans? Let's see how you handle this one. Because I'll tell you right now, if you fail in this hour, come rumble hour, and you fail going into WrestleMania, you'll have no one to blame for sorry, pathetic, poor-ass stuff. So you better be ready, Vince Howard. Either Judgment Day's come for you, as I've said many times over, again and again, Howard, or you're going to find a way, Howard, to basically get more hatred than ever before, and fans will stop finally watching your product, and then you're going to be realizing once and for all how much of an arrogant little, uh, basically, backstabbing little bitch that you really are. So be ready, Vince Howard. You better realize what's coming up in the next few months. Either good or bad, you better find a way to turn it around, and turn it around fast. Ladies and gentlemen, I could not put that better myself there. Uh, big time words here, of course, from uh, from the Iceman here. Again, ladies and gentlemen, also John has, uh, has uh, of course, uh, a little bit more say-so here. Uh, I'll go ahead and start reading what he says here. We have a few moments before we get our match underway. Uh, of course, like I said, Vince, you and Kevin Dunn have continued to push WWE fans and uh, to us as far as it goes. You're really gone too far with Raw. The WWE continues to fall down by the wayside because of events. First cracks of the WWE started, of course, when, of course, this is in John's words, ladies and gentlemen. This is not mine. This is, of course, even Suplex Machine's own words. When you, of course, talk about Vince killing Owen Hart and Chris Benoit and didn't do anything about it. You cut TV 14 and the blood away. It also made turn to TV PG and then you let Raw go from let it go from two to three hours, and he reported you as a WWE network as well. And that's why all the other superstars like CM Punk, John Morrison, Alberto Del Rio, Dean Ambrose, AJ Lee, Emma, Jericho, Big Cass, and Enzo, right back, Jack Swagger, The Ascension, Wade Barrett, Evan Bourne, Damian Sandow, Luke Harper, Darren Young, and all the others that you screwed over left WWE to find more talent. And now you brought back Punk and Morrison because of blood money. The people that left WWE had more talent. Like Alberto Del Rio was a WWE champion and world heavyweight champion, but you screwed him over. Chris Jericho busted, busted his butt for you for all those 19 years in WWE, but you backstabbed him. 
Also, you screw over Cody Rhodes because you made him, of course, Stardust. And if that ain't enough, you put old storylines back on the WWE Network because of all your bloodlust and blood money, a la WCCW 8788, WCW 9999, 2001, Attitude Era, ECW, <coughs> excuse me, and so on. And, of course, you have given us Brock Lesnar, uh, Justin Corbin, Charlotte Flair, and all the others that – that all those that 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 you're uh, you're 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 given, of course, that you're given the infamous red carpet. Now let's see, if, of course, let's see if John has anything else. Uh, of course, uh, of course, to add right here. Uh, let's see. Okay. Uh, Let's see. I think that's all. That's all. That's all. That's all John. All that John has right there. Uh, but great points all around here, indeed. And of course, like I said, you heard. Oh, okay, John has more. Of course, also Braun Strowman, Shinsuke Nakamura, Sami Zayn, R2, Zack Ryder, Kurt Hawkins, and all the others. We we're talking about Rusev, Dana Brooke, EC3, and all the others are getting screwed over. I think John is just pretty much just type, typing everything up as quick as he possibly can. Well, Vince, as J.D. did say, of course, your judgment day is coming when they find your drugs that you're giving Brock and also Baron and also Charlotte. Talk about J.D. getting wrong. John is definitely getting wrong here. Pardon the pun. <laughs> uh, all those all the supplies you've given them, the cops, of course, will slap those handcuffs on you. Uh, of course, and when the judge finds you guilty of murder, physical abuse, racism, et, etc., and others, you'll be putting that cell, and your cellmate will be pounding your butt hard every day. And you know who his name will be. Of course, as John always says, it'll be named. He is, of course, will be named Big Bubba. And of course, we're not talking about the big boss man either. Uh, <laughs> okay, let's see. If, see, if John, do you have Okay, go ahead while John continues to type. Go ahead, J.D., what do you have for us? According to reports, WWE has now bumped the day of their next Saudi Arabia show back a week. According to a new report, PW Insider is reporting that the show, which was originally set for February 20th, will now take place on February 27th. No word as of why the date has been moved. They have also yet to officially announce the show and the name of it. They have not, so they have not officially announced the name yet. You said, okay. No, but they're going in late February. We understand. Okay, thank you very, thank you very much, JD. Of course, JD will definitely, and everyone will, of course, stay on top of this story here. Thank you very much, JD. And of course, John continues to says, "We better hope that you drop that stuff because he will, he will ram you hard." Oh my lord! Talk about John getting raw. He is. And make your butt bleed chicken nuggets. And Vince, while Bubba's hurting you hard, you'll be thinking about all the people you've abused, the final images. You'll be thinking about all the people you hurt and screwed and become a racist. And guess who will take over your office? It will be Triple H. Let's see. So, Vince, there won't be a heaven for you when you die. There will be a hell. 
I remember Jim Ross saying on commentary one time that Vince that that once Vince that once Vince McMahon went to hell, he would actually go to actually conduct a corporate takeover of hell. <laughs> I remember hearing oh, him say God. that one time. There's 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 there's, there's something on YouTube right now wedding vi- video of uh, Lana, however, doing her wedding makeup, and in the video, basically, you can see. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, don't out remember. a little bit. Are they sagging? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or, or or JD, of course, to 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 to, to think about an infamous cartoon dog. Are they droopy? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Triple H, the opportunities. Yeah, we trust him since 1996 when he, Kevin Nash, Scott Hall, and Shawn Michaels all, of course, did the curtain call. So, Vince, your company is slowly run to the ground. Your bell is about to toll, and AEW will be the one to bury you underground. Hashtag justice for the superstars that Vince has screwed over. When John laid it all out, ladies and gentlemen, John really knows how to to really knows how to. Okay, uh, I tell you what, JD, if you wouldn't mind the clip from Wanda, um, a fish called Wanda, you know what I'm talking about, as a tribute like for for John to, of course, Vince McMahon and Kevin Dunn, please. Is there chat? Yeah, we're right here. We're uh, JD's getting ready to play the. Uh, um, uh, the, the, the JD's going to do that. Uh, uh, John has made us a call thing, Brent. Yeah, well, that too. Uh, okay. 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 So, uh, John says to see how Kevin, the visit man Kevin Dunn or Bubba will be after your a holes punks. Or if you don't change, guess what? We'll be a baseball bat you two by four you, duct tape you, and throw chairs at you. If the only person that needs to be, give you a wake-up call, it might be that Steve Wilkos. I think he used to be with Jerry Springer, I think. Uh, yeah. Okay. All right, J.D., did you find the clip? What clip is that? The fish call Wanda, the one where the Kevin Klein thing, you know, when he says. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Hold on a second. I mean, hold on a second. Oh, 
got laid. I found it. Here it is. He got a rubber ducky. John says that John says that was good enough. So okay. Okay. Got the rubber ducky. Rubber ducky, you're the one. You make that. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> 
And Fonzie has three women all at one time. Yeah. Okay. Right. All right. There you go. Okay, gentlemen, I thank uh, thank y'all very much. Here, let me give you a quick plug one more time. One six zero five five six two zero four four four. Caller ID one three eight zero five five pound ten thirty three p.m. Eastern mm -hmm. time before January fourteenth, twenty twenty. Seven seventy eight of WWS Revolution. Of course, Mr. WWS Chad Hinshaw, along with the Iceman Jared D. Geralmo, uh, the owner and proprietor of Schmidt's Gay Beer, by the way. <laughs> the human suplex machine, John Gross, of course, has a six pack here before he comes in every single night. And the Harvey Fonzie, of course, who we loaded down with a whole bunch of diet soft drinks. The, <laughs> no, I'm just joking. Just joking. Uh, okay, coming up here, of course, tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen, outside the ropes, 141387 pound from 630 to 7.30 p.m. Of course, we'll talk about the latest pop culture news and views. J.D. will also bring you, of course, his box office report as well, some sports updates here as well. Be sure to listen in on that at 6.30 at 8 o'clock. Don't forget, of course, the wrestling debate, uh, 139.925-pound. As, of course, we'll be talking about, of course, um, everything coming up here in wrestling, of course, with the Royal Rumble coming up. A lot of discussion here about NXT UK Black uh, Blackpool. Also, <coughs> also, of course, we'll be talking about, uh, let's, also, let's see, what else? Of course, NXT and AEW, plus some other wrestling stories making the rounds, of course, wrestling debate tomorrow night, 8 to 9. Also, of course, Revolution, do not forget, uh, <coughs> Do not forget, of course, uh, coming uh, coming up here, uh, to, uh, Revolution here, coming come up here tomorrow night from 1311 pounds. Uh, let me see if I'm not mistaken here. I uh, don't have my paper in front of me here. I'm trying to remember where our live video feed will, will be from here. Uh, yes, that's correct. I believe it's from WWS Legacy. Uh, news and views, history and birthdays, of course, we'll be talking about just giving you the official results of both, both AEW and NXT. Plus, also, we'll, be, we'll go a little bit more in depth about the show, show in Blackpool, England, of course, over the weekend. And also, of course, uh, <clears throat> some other wrestling extras coming your way. Be sure to listen in on that here coming up here. Went tomorrow night from 9 to 11, 138 <coughs> pounds. Also, don't forget NWO Wolfpack, of course, 138-521 pounds. Uh, news and views, history and birthdays, our live video feed will be from AWA US History Lives. Um, also, of course, big time wrestling topics will be brought up here. We'll give, a, our, give you our, thought, our thoughts and opinions as to, of course, what will happen tomorrow night with AEW and NXT. And ladies and gentlemen, this Friday will be very, very unique. Uh, number one, I will not, of course, be as, as I did mention, of course, yesterday on Raw Radio, myself and Mr. Hoffman, Bob Ziggler, will be attending the WWE SmackDown show down here in my neck of the woods, Greensboro, North Carolina, uh, Friday night. So, ladies and gentlemen, of course, filling in for me uh, Friday night, of course, will be the Iceman, Jared DiGiralmo. Of course, he'll be bringing you, of course, as always, wrestling news and views. Also, of course, uh, his, also we'll get you history, history and birthdays here as well. <coughs> also, of course, we'll talk also Danny from Up Park and hopefully the, the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds, will also be coming on here as well. Give take what's going on here, of course, here in wrestling. Uh, take us what's been going on here in wrestling. Uh, so I'll be back, of course. I'll be back. Uh, I'll be back, of course, for Power Hour this Saturday evening at six, at, uh, six o'clock. One four one three six four pound. As we will review everything going on this week in the network, plus also Saturday's history and birthdays, as well as, of course, some wrestling news tidbits. 
But ladies and gentlemen, that's what we have coming up here right now as far as Radio Network here is concerned. And ladies and gentlemen, I do I, I do ask this with with all indulgence and with all patience and with all respect here. Uh, I, I, have, I have always appreciated and the respect and uh, the encouragement that you have shown me, of course, doing WWS Revolution here since, of course, this beginning back in 2015. Tomorrow night, I mean, Friday night, ladies and gentlemen, I wish for you to share the same indulgence to, of course, the your host for Friday, of course, the Iceman, Jared DiGiromo. Of course, ladies and gentlemen, he had, this is his first opportunity at the big chair and also the, manning the, the mothership, of course, here this coming Friday. So I would ask for you to, sh to, to show appreciation and respect to him as you would show me as well. Um, and of course, please, of course, give him a lot of encouragement and give him a lot of respect coming up here Friday night, of course, right here on number 780, ladies and gentlemen, which will be 20 episodes away from 800. The Iceman will, of course, will, of course, continue to perform in the best way he knows how. And of course, I will lay my, I do, of course, uh, say cheers, of course, to the Iceman. As of course he, as he has, has he will be filling in awfully big shoes here. Of course, uh, my shoes may not be. I don't know how big his shoes are, but my, of course he'll be filling in some the big shoes in the big chair. Of course, of Revolution this Friday night. So show him the same indulgence and respect as you would show me. So I do want to throw that out there. Ad, will definitely you'll definitely knock him dead on Friday, my man. I do wish you, of course, the very best of luck. Of course, on Friday with Revolution. In the meantime, <clears throat> let's go ahead, gentlemen. I think we have something here awaiting, uh, awaiting us here, both JD and Fonzie. And I think they've both been staring eyes, been burning, burning holes in each other uh, with their eyes here over the last few minutes and all that because JD is, is going to do his best to hold on to a couple of belts here, ladies and gentlemen. While of course the uh, <clears throat> while of course like I said the heartbreak kid is going to be looking to get the two belts back. Of course you remember the week before Christmas, ladies and gentlemen, uh, there was of course four belts up for grabs here, in which of course two belts that belong to JD and two belts that belong to Ponzi. Uh, JD did come up with that uh, with a about a 64 point margin to pick up of course the belts. Of course that Ponzi did put up as well, and now Ponzi looks to get those belts back here tonight. So without any further ado, we're not going to do any music here. We're just going to go right straight into the match here, guys. So I'm just telling you that now. So just be prepared. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, <clears throat> the following is a, of course, a uh, WWS Trivia Championship Series matchup here, family feud style, and it is for both the NWA US War Games and WCWS 24-7 Championship belts. I now have them both in my possession. JD, look at him very, very closely and stop drooling over the room, please. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Fonzie, take a gander right here. You've seen these before, of course, and here they are again. Okay. First off, here is the challenger. Hailing from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, of course. He is, <clears throat> he is of course, known as the Heartbreak Kid here and a 2017 WWS Hall of Famer. He is, of course, the Heartbreak Kid. Fonzie. Yeah. Let's get it on, baby. And his opponent also. The night. Ooh. Also hailing from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. He is, of course, the the current rainy. Well, I'm not doing music, JD. 
good music. Is that what you were going to do? Uh, uh. Hailing from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, ladies and gentlemen, he Look is. my belt. Admire my belt. Worship my belt. Okay. He is the reigning and the defending and current NWA US War Games champion and WCW US 24 7 champion. He is the Iceman, JD, Jared, D, Geronimo, Mo, 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 Larry Curling. Okay. <clears throat> All right, JD, as the champion, you have this advantage. I will not ask you this question first. Do you wish to start, or do you like? Would, would you or you pass that turn to Fonzie? I will start. You was, okay. All right. Interesting strategy there. First, you remember the, you know the rules. First, the two hundred points wins the match and the belts. Okay, <coughs> gentlemen, come to the middle of the ring, shake hands. And may the best man win indeed. Okay. Okay, here we go here. Top seven answers on the board. JD and Fonzie, listen very carefully. JD, we start with you. Name name a phrase or expression that starts with the word cat. Name a phrase or expression that starts with the word cat. C-A-T. Name a phrase or expression. Question that starts with the word cat. With cat. Uh, let's see. I'm gonna say, however, uh, catastrophe. JD strike one it is not on the board. Fonzie, Ooh, seven answers still remain. Okay. No problem. All right, JD. I mean, Fonzie, seven answers still left. Name a phrase or an expression that starts with the word cat. Cassie. I didn't hear you. Say Cassie. You, you said, did you say Kathy? Yeah. Are you talking about as in the name Kathy? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's another good answer. Fonzie, strike one as well. That's not on the board either. Oh, God. All right, J.D. Still, well, still seven answers there. Both hmm. J.D. and Fonzie have one right here. All right, I'm going to Go ahead. Uh, uh, cat's cradle. I don't know. That's a good answer. That is not on the board either. JD, strike two. All right, Fonzie. JD has two strikes. You have one. Name a phrase or an expression 
that starts with the word cat. What is it? I'd say cat Okay, that's another good answer. Fonzie, I'm strike two. That's not there either. What? I don't understand this. I think we should can't, uh, uh, destroy this. Seriously, we can't get... I have uh, two great answers and nothing on there. No, 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 no. We we got we to gotta keep this going. We got to keep this going. It's the rule. You're going to get three strikes. All right, I'm going to say got on a hot tin roof. I know I'm going to be wrong, so that's strike three. There you go. I'm not going to be pounding about that. Then. Well, believe it or not, J.D., that's number oh seven. Cat mm-hmm. on a hot tin roof is up there. It's number seven. It's on the tail end. All right, Fonzie, still six answers left. And then the phrase or expression that starts with the word cat. So far, cat on a hot tin roof has been said. You can have this point. I'm done. Okay. Okay. JD, you have one more opportunity since you got that last answer. <clears throat> JD. Yeah. Okay. What? Um, I think Fonzie's taking his third strike. Um, you got one more opportunity since you did get the last answer. Since you did get, since you did get one in, so you have one more opportunity. Huh. Are, are you okay? Right, I, I guess you're sitting there thinking. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, so far, like I said, what's been said is cat on a hot tomb roof is up there. It, 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 it didn't make it on the board. So, but like I said, you have six more You have six more answers up there. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, well, I can understand this was, this was a little bit of a tough question. I was this was this was one I was trying out and I apologize, gentlemen, for that. JD, however, did get six points, so he actually leads it around six nothing. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but let me go ahead and give you the rest of them right here. I'll start at number six. With seven points, number six was Cat House. I don't know how it made it up there, but it did. Number five, also with seven points, Cat in the Hat. Number four, number four with eight points, cat nap. Number three with nine points, cat fight. Yeah, number two, I know that one. Darn it. Number two, also with nine points, cat's meow. And number one with only 13 points, cat got your tongue. Oh my God! Yes, yes, yes. Okay. All right, all right, Fonzie. Since JD started, you will go next. Okay, here we go. This one ought to be fairly easy, right here. 
Okay. So thank so so just 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 think very very carefully, Fonzie. Clear your mind of that last question. Um, JD, you do the same as well. Fonzie, here we go. Hey. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Well. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. Fonzie, we'll start with you. Top seven answers on the board once again. If they sold dolls based on the first ladies, which one would be the biggest seller? I am sure you know what I mean when I say first ladies. I know you probably know what I'm referring to. No, I don't. <laughs> no, I don't. I'm talking about the president's no. wives, Ponzi. I'm talking about the president's wives. They call them first, first ladies. ladies. If they sold dolls based on the first ladies, which one do you think it would be the biggest seller? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, take my first strike. Okay, Fonzie's gonna take his first one. He's not. Uh, he's not certain. Uh, JD sell seven answers. If they sold dolls of the first ladies, which one would be the biggest seller? Jackie Kennedy. Number one is Jackie Kennedy, 48 points. Oh, God. He pulled that one out of his ass twice. Okay. All right, Fonzie, still six answers left on the board there. If they sold dolls of the first ladies, which one would be the biggest seller? I don't know. I'll take my last two. I don't know this. I don't know it. You don't know some of the recent men who were presidents? Not really. Only one I know is George Bush and freaking Clinton and Obama. That's it. Well, I don't know. That's it. Whatever. He pulled this one out of his ass. Um, 54 nothing and Don. Wow. Okay. All right. Whatever. So, so you're so now right, you're, you're you're taking your other two strikes. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, Fonzie has. I really hate to say it, but Fonzie's taking his last two strikes. All right, JD, still six answers left. If they sold all to the first ladies, which one would be the biggest seller? Michelle Obama. Number two is Michelle Obama, 26 points. Might as well just Hillary keep Clinton. the title. Oh. Oh. All right, JD. Five, five answers left. I already got Hillary. I said Hillary Clinton. Oh, you. Oh, you, well, you just did. Your you, next. All right. Oh, sorry, sorry. Okay. Uh, um, oh. Eleanor Roosevelt. Well, no, wait. Hold on. Wait a minute. Hold on. No. Okay. Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. 
I, I haven't had. I just now kind of because you because you did get you because you did get a you did get Michelle Obama, but I didn't know I, I didn't know until just now that you just that you said something about Hillary Clinton. Okay, uh, number four is Hillary Clinton. You got five points there. Okay, who else? Uh, I said Hillary. We got Hillary Clinton. We got those first three right. Yes, I do. Okay, number four would be number Eleanor four. Roosevelt. Number four actually was Hillary Clinton. Number five is Eleanor Roosevelt. And you got five, another five points. Okay. Nancy Reagan. Number three was Nancy Reagan. You get eight points there. <sighs> what are we down to? Two left, right? Uh, yes. You have two more left. Okay. All right. I want to say the next one, however, is going to be Pat Nixon. Strike one. Not there. Okay. Martha Wa Martha Washington. Number seven is Martha Washington. Only two people said Martha Washington. And there's one more. Barry Todd Lincoln. Strike two. That's not there either. Ooh, I thought that would have been up there for sure. Ah, uh, and I said Eleanor Roosevelt, right? Yes, you did. Okay, so make sure. Uh, I'm going to say for my last one will be... Oh, what was her Jimmy Carter's wife. I can't picture her, too. I'm going to say Lady Bird Johnson, but I know I'm going to be wrong. The last one. Strike three. You got struck out. That was not there either. I thought. Okay, well, okay, like I said, J.D. Point. got off. My apologies. I thought this one would have been easy because this was talking about famous people. But I, I, I missed that, and I apologize. So uh, he already done almost two hundred points on us. <laughs> no, he's no, he's not. No, he's not. No, he's yeah, he is. No, he's yes, not. he is. No, he's not. Because all the other answers. Okay, he has forty six. Totally yeah, 46 right going in. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Whoa, 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 whoa. One thing at a time. One thing at a time. I am. I am. I'm, I'm, I'm waiting. 54, 54 and 26 is 80. And 85, 5 is 90, 98, 98. JD only has 100 points. Oh, okay. He's close to another 100 points. Another question. He's gone. <laughs> Whatever. The remaining Jeez. answer that this is not a match. The remaining answer, by the way, was Barbara Bush. Three people said that. <sighs> okay. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, like I said, uh, let me see. Uh, no, no, no. 
Okay, let's see. Uh, okay, let's try this one here. All right, JD will, of course, JD will start the next round here. JD is leading, of course, 100, but Fonzie still has a chance to catch up here. So, yeah, we're going to, okay. We're going to, hey, hey, hey hold, hold it. Remain optimistic, okay? You're not out of it yet. Not out of it. Hey, you know who you're talking to here? Trust me. I've been in the same boat you are, but I've at least I've come back. I haven't quit. So don't, so don't do that. That's one thing I'm trying to strive and thrive not to do, Fonzie, in 2020 is to give up and quit. Trust me, it works. You don't do it. You don't give up and you don't quit. There you go. All right, JD, seven answers on the board. We'll start off with you, JD. Fonzie, listen very carefully. Here's the question. Like I said, seven answers on the board. Name something that you might catch. C-A-T-C-H. Name something that you might catch that's not a cold. And repeat the question. Name something a that ball. you might. Number one is a ball. 31 points. All right, Fonzie, still six answers there, bud. Name something that you might catch that's not a cold. How much was the ball? 31 points. Yeah, I got a chance. No. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Um Let's, ladies and gentlemen, J.D., my apologies. Let's pause this for just one second here. Uh, okay. Not a game. This is a blowout. Seriously. Okay. Wow. Okay. Okay. I say I'm trying. What I would like, what I would like to do here now, ladies and gentlemen, our apologies for, of course, pausing this match right in its tracks for right now. But yeah, but like I, like we said, like we said before, one thing about us here in WWS, ladies and gentlemen, we do our best to strive and thrive. And we never, we never by any, any, any shock to the system, we never give up 
am darn sure we never quit. Now, like I said, sometimes we do run into a brick wall. Sometimes we run, we run over a roadblock, speed bump, whatever you want to call it. All you know, these euphemisms are pretty much the same thing. Everybody knows what I'm talking about. Now, 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 Fonz, I understand how you feel. I truly, truly do. And I'm not blowing smoke either. JD and John can tell you. I'm not blowing smoke. I'm telling the truth. I experience it all the time. I know how it is. But like I said, <clears throat> all we're simply trying to do here is just have ourselves a little bit of fun and just... Oh, I'm trying to, but I got three three questions you gave me was all hard. Oh, well, no, and I... Not even one. Whoa, 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 wait, 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 because these were, like I said, I was, I was trying to do to see if, if you might be able to catch the meaning of what the question was talking about. You know, that what, 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 you know, what, what's some things that are, are like in common with one another, for example. I mean, that's, that's been like the MO of, of like I said, of, of family feud for a long time. Now, I can understand your frustration. It's just it's just what they I'm sure JD you probably heard this term. It's kind of like what they used to call writer's block. When authors try to write a book, yeah. they get frustrated because they can't think of what to write. I apologize, like I said, if these are if some of these are difficult. I can assure you that I have not looked at any of these cards in advance. I may have, I haven't probably seen some of these in a while, but remember I bought these cards back in Christmas Eve 2018. I've had these cards for about a year. And like I said, I don't get a chance to look at them over and over again. And I haven't gotten any new ones. And I don't think they've really come out with any new ones. So I apologize if a lot of these are difficult. And talking about this, I'm thinking about an alternative moment. And I'm thinking about a compromise here. Yeah. And JD, I'm not trying to, of course. And of course, you know me as someone who does not play favorites. And I'm not trying to play favorites at all. No, I've I never done that. Right, because, like I said, I think of everyone as equals. I always have. That's always been my philosophy. Because, like I said, since they have done, people have done stuff for me, it's my way of returning the favor. That's why I think about you three guys. You guys have done stuff for me, so I'm doing what I can 
to kind of pay back in the best way I know how. So, Fonz, what I would like for you to do, and JD, with <clears throat> with your consent, this match will continue as it is. However, however, before anybody says anything, the only alternative I have. I never said that I had the fastest mind, that I was always the sharpest knife in the drawer. Never said that. But the best alternative I can think of. Since we have these for, since we have this for, I know I've not done this at all, even if it's just for two championship belts. I would reckon, I would suggest doing this. That we kind of raise the stakes a bit. And what I mean by that is, and again, JD, you understand the fact that I'm not playing favorites here. Nor am I, I'm trying to do what is, what I feel is the best option in front of me, pretty much. That instead, of going to 200 points that we redo that we redo the match another night and we leave it just like it is but instead of 200 we go to 300 Well, I thought we always agreed to 200. That was the rule. Yes, that is the rule. Yes. But, like I said before, sitting here talking talking to y'all is also helping me think. And I'm trying to see what would be best for, as they, as they say, best business. Because I want, J.D., I want you to have fun doing this. I would say that to John. I would say that to Michelle. I would say that to anybody. Fonzie, I mean saying it to you. I want everybody to have fun doing this. Because you can't, because let me tell you something. You came in today, Fonzie. Came in tonight, Fonzie. Happy, all smiles. Like you always, like you always do. That's that's the Fonzie we like to see. But we all understand when you get frustrated, Fonz. Like we said, it's human nature. It happens. It happens to the best of us. So, Fonz, also, also, I will also mention this as well. And, J.D., you and Fonzie can talk about this during the day tomorrow if you wish to do that as well. Think about my option, and if either one of you have an alternative to my option, then I'll be more than happy to hear. Is that agreed? Both have got to be unanimous. I understand it. It was not a match. 
I'm trying to make it fair. Oh, uh, yeah. If you're going to make it 300, then yeah, he but, he needs but, another 100. Yes. He'll blow me out. I understand that. <laughs> There's no competition. Well, listen, 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 listen. I said that as an idea. I didn't say I would go that route. But if you had you or JD one, you and JD talk it over since the match involves the both of the two of you. Both of y'all know each other. Both of y'all practically live near each other. I mean, how far apart from y'all? How far apart from one another are you? Twenty-five. Twenty-five, thirty minutes. Okay then. Okay. Okay. Because, like I said, that that's that's y'all's advantage. You two can talk in private over this, and then whatever you two decide to do, and again, whatever you decide, both of y'all must agree to do it. That's my suggestion. Uh, so I'm I'm not going to say it as the official thing we do. I'm trying to say make it do do something that's fair. But I want I, know. I want the two of y'all to ponder this, and if you have it a if you have a better idea than mine, then both of y'all bring it to me, and then we will redo it. If we, then if we do it at all, it would either have to be tomorrow or it would have to be Thursday. Because remember, I won't be here Friday. So right, right, right. Okay, okay. Or, uh, or, wait wait or wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Ponder this option too. I'll give you another to help you think a little bit better. To give you to give you some time to think it over. If you really want to raise the stakes, and JD, if you and Fonzie are available to do it, then we switch over the style of match to wrestling Jeopardy. And we do it Saturday on Wrestling Championship Challenge. We haven't done one in a while. True. Let me think about that, and then I'll get back to you. But I think that that is a possibility. I will let you know, however, about that. But Fonzie, if I want Fonzie involved in this too, Fonzie's in. Fonzie's in this too. Don't don't count Fonzie out here. I want him to. I want him to have a say in it too, Fonzie. I want you to have a say in this too. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Fonzie, do you agree? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, I give you a couple of days to ponder it. And if we don't do anything before Friday, then we'll do it over the weekend. And if we don't do it over the weekend, then we may go back to the same format. We may do it next week. I, but just let me know otherwise. But we'll pause the match for now. And like I said, I, I like I said, I mean, I mean that's my that's my uh, that's my only that's my only suggestion because remember the thing I had remember the match we were going to have with Michelle and Danny, and remember Michelle got frustrated. What what happened there? We hadn't even finished that one yet. I still got the thing over here written down for their match. So, I mean. But I want I just I just want to make things fair. You know how I play it. Speaking of which, while y'all ponder all this, let me go ahead and talk about something else as well. As you know, the last two prediction title challenges, ladies and gentlemen, 
uh, the Survivor Series and also the TLC Prediction Title Challenges. There were two belts between both um, Prediction Title Challenges that were not decided. Well, earlier tonight, ladies and gentlemen, the two remaining people that needed to make a decision on that, I was able to reach them, and we were able to get that straightened out. So from the Survivor Series Prediction Title Challenges, the two belts that were remaining was the UFC US BMF Championship and the WWF US In Your House Championship. And from the TLC Prediction Title Challenge, the belts that were left was the AEWS Fighter Fest title and the Impact US Bound for Glory title. The two folks that were that were that still did not choose a belt around the time that both those happened was the Black Widow Michelle Lynn Dodds and the Empress Anne Marie Rickenbach. Well, I did get to them today and I did finally get that resolved as well. So as far as far as the Survivor Series prediction title challenge, Michelle is your new WWF US in your house champion. While Anne is your new UFC US BMF champion. Okay. And as for the TLC prediction title challenge, Michelle is your new AEWS Fighter Fest champion. Anne is your new Impact US Bound for Glory champion. So we've got those straightened out now. Of course, I will need to add those two belts. I would know, well, there's a bunch of them I got to add on there anyway, dating back to October that I've got to put on the list on WWS Universe. So, so JD and Fonzie, ladies and gentlemen, this match between JD and Fonzie is on pause until we reach a compromise. That's how we will proceed. Uh, because the heartbreak kid, ladies and gentlemen, he's a he's a he's a great fellow. He's a good guy. But just like my, just like I'm sure JD gets this way, I get this way. John, I'm sure you get this way too. Frustration sets in, and it bugs the heck out of all of us. And that's what happened here. And frankly, I'm saying that with respect. I'm not saying it to rule you out. I'm saying it with respect. So. J.D. and Fonzie are going to work out a compromise, ladies and gentlemen, as to how we will proceed further with this match. They've heard my suggestions. Now they will work on them themselves. And gentlemen, also as another site, both those belts will remain in my possession until something is reached. Okay? There you go. Okay. So, That's fair. Okay. Okay. All right. They will remain in my possession for now. Okay. Uh, gentlemen, anything you wish to add before we close up shop here for the evening? JD, I'll start with you. I'm not wearing any pants. Film at 11. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. John, anything? <laughs> but no, uh, not much to say. Like, besides that, I mean, not much to report how I right now. So. Thank, you, thank you very much, sir, JD. John, anything? Okay, John says he has nothing much. Fonzie? Um, please put your mind at ease, please, please just sit back and relax and anything you wish to add, sir. No. Okay. And I got our closing team ready to go. <laughs> All right. Thank you, dear JD. On that note here, folks, I do thank you very much for listening to episode 778 of Revolution here tonight. I definitely want to thank, of course, the 
Iceman, Jared D. Geralmo, as well as the Heartbreak Kid, Fonzie, and the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, here this evening. Three of the best guys that you can ask for here, ladies and gentlemen, right here in WWS, no doubt about it. Of course, TNWO, Gerard T. Smith, and also Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds, Danny from Oak Park, and everyone else here as well. Of course, mad respect for everybody everybody here in the radio network here, got. And this is coming from me directly. But we do thank you for joining us here tonight. Coming up here, like we said, tomorrow outside of the ropes at 630, 141-364-pound. And then wrestling debate at 8 o'clock, 139-925-pound. And also, of course, Revolution tomorrow night, 779. Our live video feed, John, listen to this very carefully, will be from WCWS Legacy. So be sure to keep that in mind there as well. Uh, so we'll have a monster of a show here tomorrow night as we will, of course, talk AEW and NXT. And also, of course, we will talk about the matches that took place at the NXT UK show this past weekend to give everybody's take on that as well. So a uh, couple quick plugs I will bring to your attention. Of course, don't forget Perpetual Uniquity on eBay, ebay.com forward slash STR forward slash Perpetual Uniquity, P-E-R-P-U-T-A-L. U-N-I-Q-U-I-T-Y, <clears throat> Internet Retail for the Eternally Distinctive Individual. Of course, don't forget about 200 items, of course, for sale, of course, on the, on the, in the store page. Be sure to check it out here today. Of course, uh, a lot of great items been on there for a long time, but some stuff that you probably haven't seen, have never seen before, and probably haven't seen in a long time. So be sure to check that out here today. More stuff coming in very, very soon. Uh, so be sure, to get, be sure to get back with us here if you're definitely 100% interested. Also, don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, Bulldog DVD sells a variety, of course. Uh, Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Bulldog DVD sells variety. Uh, of course, remember, uh, for DVDs and Blu-rays with DVDs and Blu-rays with one or two discs in the set, of course, are they are worth $1 a piece, whereas DVDs and Blu-rays, of course, with three or more discs in the set, it could have as many as three, four, five, six, seven, eight, heck, maybe even ten. It wouldn't make any difference. Those sets are $2. So be sure to check that out here today. Of course, just a quick rundown. Of course, DVDs and Blu-rays of your favorite, of course, uh, <clears throat> sports, wrestling, music, uh, TV, t uh, seasons of different TV shows, and, of course, different genres of movies that range from everything from uh, action, adventure, to comedy, uh, western, to horror, drama, to science fiction, uh, children's and other animated movies. Uh, some old old and new stuff, of course, past and the present, of course, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, be sure to check that all out here today. Our big time, spe our, our big special right now, of course, we still have going on, is the set of four DVDs starring, of course, the movie starring the one of the only Arnold Schwarzenegger, of course, The Running Man, Predator, Commando, and Total Recall. Of course, those four, that set of four discs could be yours for $3. If you're interested, please come. Hit me up here, and I'll be more than happy to, to of course, present, show them to you. And if you're interested, like I said, let's do some business there as well. Uh, be sure to check out everything we have listed there today. More lists to come, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, some more have come in over the last, of course, several days, and we're going to get some more posted on there as soon as we possibly can. Uh, it will take us to some time. There may be, of course, gobs and gobs of lists there, folks. So be sure, excuse me, so be sure to listen in on what we got in store coming up here very, very soon here at Bulldog DVD Sales Variety, where, of course, our motto is we take a bite out of the cost.
so you can enjoy your favorite selection. Be sure to visit that page, of course, here today. And of course, any questions indeed, please feel free to aim them my way. I'll be more than happy to uh, get back with you as, as best as as best as I possibly as best as we possibly can. Uh, <clears throat> episode 778 of Revolution, of course, is a broadcast of the WWS Radio Network right here on TalkShoe.com, where we are, of course, are uh, four years older, continuing to be bolder. The radio network continues to be and will forever remain your wrestling connection. Folks, take care of yourselves and each other. We'll definitely see you in the ring. And as always, here in the WWS Radio Network right here on TalkShoe.com, <clears throat> uh, take care, of course, and God bless. And of course, remember, folks, since 2015, your source for everything and for everything, of course, in <clears throat> uh, pro wrestling, pop culture, and everything in between. This is, of course, the one and the only WCWS Radio Network. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here is the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo, with Revolution 778's closing theme. <coughs> God bless. This is the WWS Radio Network. We will talk to you tomorrow night. Take care. I have a couple folders. <laughs>